What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. Eyes, I'm Nathan Holloway, and with me, Jared Drush. What's up? We're starting in the NFL. There are only two weeks left in the regular season. I will get to the playoff picture after we go through the games from last week, and we preview the games this week. So some big news. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL and MCL. Of course, the Vikings have a big matchup against the Packers, which we'll talk about later uh, this weekend as they're trying to hang on to a playoff spot, and they just lost their third-best receiver, but he is a tight end. Uh, the Giants are to start Tyrod Taylor over Tommy DeVito this weekend after Tommy completely sucked against the Eagles. Uh, the Commanders are benching Sam Howell. They will start Jacoby Brissett this weekend. Clearly, Sam Howell, uh, he's not the quarterback of the future. And the Broncos are benching Russell Wilson for the rest of the season. They will start Jared Stidham, and we have probably seen the last time Russ is in a Broncos jersey because they are expected to cut him, although they, they will be a lot of money and picks that they wasted for nothing. So week 16 recap, the Rams beat the Saints on Thursday night, 30-22. to Matthew Stafford, 328 yards and two touchdowns. Kyron Williams, his impressive season just continues, 104 yards and a touchdown. Puka had the best game of his young career, 164 yards and a touchdown. Derek Carr on the other side had 319 yards and three touchdowns. Also, had a pick. So are the Rams a sneaky team in the NFC to watch out for? Mm-hmm. They have in the whole year. I agree with that. Nobody's talking about the Rams. The Rams have the second best offense in the NFC. The defense in my is opinion. kind of held behind. Because the only, the only offense is, that's better is the 49ers. But this Rams like offense is very good. The Bills outlast the Chargers 24 to 22. Josh Allen had 237 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He also had two rushing touchdowns. Gabe Davis 130 yards and a touchdown. The Steelers blew out the Bengals 34 to 11. Mason Rudolph 290 yards and two touchdowns. He is their starter uh, this weekend as well. George Pickens had four catches, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Jake Browning, 335 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. Can Mason Rudolph lead the Steelers to the playoffs? Yeah. He's going, can you pick it? I only think he can. He played really well these last couple games. He's played. I'm going to say I don't know because the AFC is just, there's so many teams yeah. on the bubble. And if you lose once in the next two weeks, there's a possibility you're out. I'm going to say I don't know. The Packers survived the Panthers 33-30 to with a game-winning field goal by Anders Carlson. Jordan Love turned 19 yards, two touchdowns. Also had a rushing touchdown against a very good Panthers uh, pass defense. And Aaron Jones had, a 27, had 127 yards on the ground. Bryce Young, his best game as a starter, had 312 yards and two touchdowns. This game should not have been close. Joe Barry deserves to be fired. I say that every week because our defense just continues to blow it. We had like a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter and blew it because our defense is just trash. And then what do we do? We suspend Jair Alexander for this upcoming weekend. You know, we're in a playoff battle. We could still make the playoffs. We need a lot of stuff to go right. But, you know, let's just suspend our best corner for doing literally nothing because he, he did not suit up for the game last week. He went out for the coin toss, and uh, but, you know, he wasn't a captain because he didn't suit up, and they suspended him a game for that. It's so stupid. And then. The even better thing, after the game, Matt LaFleur refuses to blame the defense for anything. Because him and Joe Barry, apparently, are they might as well be married at this point. Because uh, he refused to throw them under the bus. And instead said the offense is the reason. They put up 33 points against the Panthers. Although the, Pan- the Panthers' offense is trash. Panthers' defense actually isn't that bad. They put up 33 points. You're going to blame the offense. Please. Please get rid of it. The Browns took down the Texans 36-22. Jill Flacco had 368 yards, two touchdowns, 
and two picks. Amari Cooper set the Browns' uh, receiving record in a game with 265 yards. He also had two touchdowns. Davis Mills came in the fourth quarter, on which the Texans actually made a run because they did bench everybody. The Browns did. Uh, Davis Mills came in through 149 yards and two touchdowns. The Jets blew a huge lead to the Commanders, but they were still able to get the win 30-28 to on a game-winning field goal. They led this game like 27-7 to at one point, and they then blew it. They were down 28-27. to Somehow they won. Uh, Trevor Simeon got the start. He had 217 yards, touchdown, a pick. Brees Hall, 95 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 96 receiving yards. The Seahawks got a huge win to keep their playoff hopes alive. They rallied to beat the Titans 20-17. to Geno Smith had 227 yards and two touchdowns. On the other side, Derrick Henry had 88 rushing yards and a touchdown. He also had a passing touchdown. He has more passing touchdowns this year than Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Tannehill did start this game. Uh, the Falcons blew out the Colts 29-10. Taylor Heineke turned 29 yards and a touchdown. Bijan had 72 yards, and Kyle Pitts had a touchdown. It's amazing what the Falcons can do whenever they get their star players involved. The Lions beat the Vikings 30-24. They clinched the NFC North for the first time since 1993. Jared Goff had 257 yards and a touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, 90 yards and two touchdowns. Amon Ross St. Brown, 106 yards and a touchdown. And Nick Mullins on the other side. He threw for 411 yards and two touchdowns, but he also threw for four interceptions. Nick Mullins ain't, ain't the guy. The Bucs dominated the Jags 30-12. Baker had 283 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Evans... Had 86 yards and caught them two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence had 211 yards, one touchdown, two picks, and suffered a sprained right AC joint, so he's questionable for this weekend. The Jaguars are now just a game ahead of both the Texans and the Colts for the division lead. They could easily find themselves out of the playoffs. The, the downfall of the Jags is amazing. A team that has not had a downfall, though, the Bears. The Bears continue to win. They now have six wins on the year. They beat the Cardinals 27-16. Justin Fields had 170 yards. A touchdown and a pick through the air. 97 rushing yards and a rush touchdown. Khalil Herbert had 112 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And Kyler Murray had 230 yards and two touchdowns for Arizona. The Dolphins outlasted the Cowboys 22-20 on a game-winning field goal. Of course, they clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they have not clinched the division yet. I believe they can with a win this weekend because their last week is against the Bills. In which, if the Dolphins lose this week and the Bills win this week and the Bills win, they would end up clinching the division. Uh, the last week of the season, which is just amazing. Uh, two had 293 yards and a touchdown. Dak had 253 yards and two touchdowns. The Patriots upset the Broncos 26-23 on a game-winning 56-yard field goal. Bailey Zappi continues to play well. Uh, 256 yards, two touchdowns. Russ had 238 yards and two touchdowns. Do you think that if they would have started Bailey Zappi the whole year, that they'd be better no, than when they had Mac still Jones? Horrible. They might get like one more in. Team's still bad. It's amazing, though, that they cut Bailey's at yeah. before the season, signed him to the practice squad, and now he's their starter over Mac Jones. The Raiders beat the Chiefs 20-14 to despite not completing a pass after the first quarter. Crazy stat. Uh, of course, the Raiders had two defensive touchdowns in a matter of seven seconds. Or... Yeah. Yeah, seven seconds. This game was awesome. I didn't watch it. I did. I laughed the whole time. I watched. Uh, I was watching basketball. Uh, Zamir White had 145 yards. Mahomes had 235 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Uh, this Chiefs team, they're going to be a first-round exit. They cannot win the AFC now. So, Mahomes, if they get past the first round, because they're going they're going to get a home game because they're going to win the division because the division is just terrible. I mean, the second-best team in the division is the Raiders right now, and they're not that good. But if the Chiefs, I don't think they will get past the first round. Mahomes will have his first away playoff. 
The Eagles escaped the Giants 33-25 to to stop their losing streak. Jalen Hurts had 301 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. They also had a rushing touchdown. DeAndre Swift, 92 yards and a touchdown. Tyrod Taylor, of course, took over for Tommy DeVito. He had 133 yards, a touchdown, and then a pick that ended the game on a uh, Hail Mary pass. And the biggest game of the week and probably the season so far, the Ravens dominated the 49ers 33-19. Moore Jackson had 252 yards and two touchdowns. Zay Flowers, 72 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy, 255 yards but four interceptions. He ended up getting benched after he got hurt, although he was cleared to come back in. Uh, McCaffrey had 103 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Kittle, 126 yards. Ayuk, 113 yards. Sam Darnold came in at 81 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. So the Ravens clearly are the best team in the NFL. Week 17 preview. There is no Monday night game this week. Instead, there will be a special edition of Monday Night Football on Saturday, which we'll talk about after the Thursday night. Thursday night is Jets and Browns. The Browns need a win. The Jets, uh, they have one of the best defenses in the league. Can Joe Flacco go off yeah. against the Jets? Browns. I'll score with the Browns. Saturday, Lions and Cowboys. Lions! I'm going with the Lions just because they're going to be able to run. against. If you can run against the Cowboys defense, you can win. The Lions have two great running backs and Jameer Gibbs, the rookie, and David Montgomery. I believe the Lions win this game. Sunday, quite a few good games. We're gonna start out. This is not. We're gonna start out with the Dolphins and Ravens. I'm saving this one. I'm saving this one because it's a rivalry between us, Dolphins and Ravens. Of course, if the Ravens win, they clinch the best record in the AFC. I'm also gonna go with the Ravens. Saints and Bucks. If the Bucks will win, I believe they clinch the terrible NFC South. But this Buccaneers team is dangerous. Go Bagel. Big's playing good. I'm going with the Bucks. I, I think the Bucks can make a run. Like they're they're really good. The Baker to uh, Mike, Evans. Mike Evans connection is unbelievable. And who would have thought after Tom Brady retiring, we'd see the Bucks being in, in the playoff race, and they're going to be in the playoffs. Steelers and Seahawks. Both teams need a win. Seahawks. I'm also going to go with the Seahawks. And another game: Bengals and Chiefs. Bengals need a win. The Chiefs. The Chiefs need a win as well. Yeah. In Arrowhead. I'm going with the Bengals on the road after they got absolutely thumped last week by the Steelers. I think they come in to Kansas City and win the Chiefs. They just they suck. They're really not that good. Mahomes sucks now. Travis Kelsey's horrible. It's awesome. It is. I love it. And Sunday night, a little rivalry between us. The Packers and the Vikings, both teams are tied. In the standings, both teams need a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. It is in Minnesota. You know who I'm taking. Yeah. I'm also going to be with The Packers? Yeah. I'm not doing anything, dude. Go Pack, go, baby. We're making a playoff run. We're making a playoff run. Jordan, I'm starting you over Joe Flacco for third place since I lost to John, unfortunately. Because, of course, Christian McCaffrey, they still couldn't stop him. Stop everybody else. Couldn't stop freaking Christian McCaffrey. So I need you to come through. MVP. So the playoff stands with two weeks left to go. Of course, the Ravens and Dolphins are the only teams in the AFC who have clinched the playoff spot. The Ravens, with a win over the Dolphins, can clinch the one seed. The Chiefs and the Jaguars lead their divisions. The Browns are right now the five seed. Uh, the Browns have the third best record in the AFC. The Browns are a sneaky good team, especially with Joe Flacco. Playing like he is, I never thought I'd be talking about Joe Flacco like this, but maybe maybe he's not as overrated as I thought. And uh, just to tell you, whenever we give our playoff predictions, I'm going to have the Browns going very far. I'm not going to spoil that. The Bills are the sixth seed. 
they were nine and six. They're a game up on the Colts. The Colts hold the last spot. They're tied with the Texans. The Colts have the tiebreaker, but there are four teams tied at eight and seven with the Colts, Texans, Steelers, and Bengals. Of course, the uh, the Raiders and Broncos. They still have a chance. They're a game back of the Colts. Uh, every other team in the AFC has been eliminated. Uh, who do you think is the final playoff spot between the Browns? Well, the Browns, the Browns are going to be in no matter what. I don't know how the Browns have it clinched. Between the Bills, Colts, Texans, Steelers, and Bengals. Who gets Bills, them last two spots? Bills, the Texans. I'm also going to go with the Bills and the Texans. I would have said the Colts. If you would have told me a few weeks ago, I would have said the Colts were going to be in. The Minshew magic has wore off, and the Colts have been playing terrible. Of course, the Texans get C.J. Stroud back this weekend. They should. And the Bills are scary. The Bills are, I think the Bills are the second best, the third best team in the AFC. Uh, behind the Ravens and the Browns, because yeah. I'm all, I'm all for the Browns, right? And the NFC, the 49ers and the the 49ers have won the division. The Lions have won the division. The Eagles can win the division this weekend with a Cowboys. Actually, even with a with a win, they can win the division with a win. Of course, they play the Commanders, so they should win. Uh, also, if Dallas loses, they'll more than likely punch the division. Uh, all three of them teams are tied. The the 49ers, they they're basically going to clinch the NFC. They just had they cuz they have the tiebreaker between the Eagles and uh, they should also have the tiebreaker against Detroit. Of course the Buccaneers are right now leading the NFC South with a win this week. They could clinch. The Cowboys, they've already clinched a playoff spot, so they're in. Right now 6 and 7 are the Rams and the Seahawks on the bubble. Is the Seahawks? Of course, the Rams, Seahawks are both eight and seven. Uh, the Vikings, Falcons, Packers, and Saints are all seven and eight. And then the Bears—they're not eliminated yet. They're six and nine. They're not going to make the playoffs. But for them to not be eliminated already is pretty impressive. So, who gets the final spot in the NFC? Does who, anything who change? Who really cares? None of these people are going to make it past four spots. They all suck. I'm going to say the Seahawks are going to be out. The Packers are going to be in. I'm going to say the Saints get in. The last spot. Right, the Saints have to win the next two weeks, and you just picked them to lose to the Buccaneers. Yeah. So you want to change that pick? Nah, go Packers. I don't think they take someone out, but I need to get the last spot. Hey, you never actually, we'd have to play Philly. Hey, that was Jordan Love's first like big game against Philly last year. Could happen. So that is the playoff standings. Of course, more stuff will happen. Next one, which we'll talk about. On to the association, the Pistons set an NBA record with 20, their 27 straight losses. That's 27. So they lost last night, too. They did. It's, that was their 27. Oh. Of course, uh, the next game, though, you can go ahead and put it as their 28 straight loss. They have a 3% chance to beat the Celtics because they're not. Uh, Luka drops 50 against the Suns on Christmas. Of course, he also passed 10,000 career points. He is the second fastest to do this behind Michael. Ja. One Western Conference Player of the Week. Celtics played the Bucks by a game and a half after their win over the Lakers on Christmas. The Bucks also lost to the Knicks. The Nuggets have won five straight, including on Christmas. They beat the uh, Warriors, and they're now only a game and a half back at the T-Wolves. Of course, you know, New Year's Eve is just a rivalry for both of us because we have the Packers and Saints. Or Packers and Saints. Packers and Vikings, New Year's Eve. And, you know, Spurs and Celtics are also playing on New Year's Eve. It'd be so cool if both of my teams won, but that's not Wimby did return last night, and Pop said that he's going to make some major changes to the uh, starting lineup because he said he's fed up and he's tired of people not trying. 
So if people continue to screw up, he's going to make changes. He's already made a change. Golden Johnson's coming off the bench, which I think he should have all year. Just my opinion. So. Also, Kevin Durant uh, reports that uh, he's not happy in Phoenix. Is he happy anywhere he goes? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, maybe he should realize that it's maybe him. it's him. It is him. Because the Suns were very good before he got there. And now they're 5-0. I mean, albeit Bradley Beal has only played like two games. The big three have played 24 minutes together. So, uh, I don't know. He's, he's going to end up forcing his way out again. At this point, just retire. I wouldn't want you. I don't I don't want I, th- I think Kevin Durant's very overrated. In my opinion, he has zero championships. But he is one of the best duels of all time. It's a terrible leader, though. Going to baseball. Yoshi Yamamoto signed a 12-year $325 million deal with Dodgers. Did you like that move? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We'll get into more of this kind of stuff when we get into a year of review. Land thing. A lot of Dodger stuff on this one. Also, the Mariners signed Mitch Garver to a two-year $24 million deal. Now, Mitch Garver played very well at the end of the season last year with the uh, Rangers. So it's a big loss for the Rangers. Of course, they have Jonah Heim, but Jonah Heim has not been healthy a lot. So, I like the move for the Mariners. They, they need to do – they've lost so many pieces. So I think it'll be a year when they call a lot of possible extra pass. Maybe we see Haley Ford this year possible. I'm surprised you're not saying fully on. I think it's probably really bad. Dude. You wish. I, I do wish. Love Cole Young, dude. I love him. Moving on to college football. The bowl games. We're finally here Thursday, tomorrow, today, whenever you'll be listening to this. It's when the uh, ranked matchups start. So we're going to go through every game of ranked teams. We're going to give our prediction. Oh, boy. <laughs> this could be completely off from what I, I did, uh, ESPN Bowl Mania. I don't remember who I picked for any of these games. So. So Thursday, we have two ranked matchups. Number 18, NC State versus number 25, Kansas State. Who wins? NC State. I'm going with NC State as well. Also, for a lot of these games, you, oh, you really don't know who's playing yeah. because you're going to have people declaring for the draft. You have people who just transferred. So I, I think they should make it, if you're going to transfer, it should be after the bowl game. I think they should make the bowl games in the middle of the year so everybody plays. Bowl games are useless. You're bowling the watch because no one plays. Make them except act- for the championship. Yeah, make them actually. I just, I like- just think, I think the only way you could have like do the top like thirty six teams in the country because they do like the power thirty six or whatever, just like they do in basketball. Do that, and that's all the bowl games because all these worthless bowl games. And people, I've been on Twitter where all these college football insiders, there are no worthless bowl games when there's teams under five hundred in a bowl game that nobody knows. And they, or you could have Eastern Michigan, who decided the other day that they were going to fly. They flew a thousand miles with cinder blocks because when they ran out, they knocked over cinder blocks. They came out, they got completely murdered. It was forty-nine to ten. After the game, they started to fight while the other team was doing their fight song. Just stop with all these crap teams. Nobody cares. Just do ranked teams. Do the top thirty-six so it's even, and just go on with that. It'd be well, so much just easier. Just do a bracket, kind of like. Basketball. Do the top 24 teams do a bracket, the one seeds? Full well, they're going to start that next year with the top 12 teams That's for the college football playoff. So it should be. College football has lots of issues. Uh, number 14, Arizona. Number 12, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, but Dylan Gable's not playing. He's transferring. So. I'm going with Oklahoma as well. Friday, there are two ranked matchups. 19, Oregon State. Number 16, Notre Dame. Oregon for Notre, State. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, I believe. 
their quarterback, whatever his name is, who's not that good anyway. I believe he declared for the draft, so he's not playing. I'm going to go with Oregon State. Number nine, Mizzou. Number seven, Ohio State. I don't get why this game is not on Monday. Mizzou. I'm also going Mizzou because uh, more than likely, more than likely, Marvin Harrison Jr. will not play because he's expected to declare for the draft. On Saturday, number 11, Ole Miss. Number 10, Penn State. Penn State. I'm going with Ole Miss. Number six, Georgia. Number five, Florida State. The best game besides college football play. Although it won't be. Georgia. It's going to be a beatdown. Georgia's going to beat down number five, Florida State. Monday, I just had to throw this on here. Wisconsin versus 13, LSU. LSU. Jane Daniels not playing because he declared. Go with Wisconsin. Wisconsin, we get the upset, get the win. Bucky the Badger on top. We're coming for the college football playoff next year. Coming for the championship with Tyler Van Dyke. It changes now on Wisconsin. I'm doing the W. You can't see it. I'm doing the W. Number 23, Liberty. Number 8, Oregon. I'm also going to Oregon. Number 17, Iowa. Number 21, Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm also going Tennessee. Hopefully Iowa actually puts up a point, unlike they did against Michigan. Then the college football playoff starts Monday at 4 o'clock. The first game is number 4, Alabama. Number 1, Michigan. I'm going with Alabama. I'm going with Michigan. The next game, number three, Texas. Number two, Washington. Texas. I'm also going with Texas. So you have Alabama and Texas who wins. Texas. I have Michigan and Texas. I believe Texas wins it all. Texas is finally back. Who's the QB? Quinn Ewers. Yeah, it's pretty good. They will not have If Quinn Ewers gets hurt, their backup transferred, so their backup now is, is a freshman, Arch Manning. Yeah. So that's still kind of set. Going on to college basketball, not much has happened this week because nobody's played since, like, last Saturday. Uh, number five, UConn got upset by Seton Hall on Wednesday. Wednesday was just a bunch of upsets. Uh, 21, Duke took down number 10, Baylor. Number 11, UNC took down number 7, Oklahoma. Villanova upset number 12, Creighton. Of course, that's two upsets in the uh, Big 12. That was their first games in the Big 12 that they played them against each other. And then on Saturday, number 14, FAU, they beat number four, Arizona, 96-95 to in overtime. So the new rankings, uh, the top five basically stayed the same. Purdue's one, Kansas is two, three is Houston, four is Arizona, and UConn is number five. FAU has the highest ranking in school history. They are number seven. Oh, good. They are. So now we're going to do, that's all the sports. Um, if you're still here listening. Yeah. So uh, you should be. So a recap of the year. We're going to recap. A lot of stuff. A lot of things. We're going to start out. It's your favorite moment of the year. You will go first. I will go second. I have two. Um, I know what one's going to be. Uh, I went with the, my favorite moment being a Reds fan, I went with Ellie Cycle as my first pick. Just because it was an actual like moment. But my favorite moment is actually Noel Vimonte getting called up this year and playing really well. You probably did not expect that. Or you have been a long-time listener. I expect him to be number one. Well, I didn't put Noel as a moment because a moment to me is like a play or something like that. So I, I, I didn't think it qualified, but I still wanted to say it. I had a very good year in sports for all my favorite teams, although we're all trash. There was a lot of uh, favorite moments that I could have picked from. You know, the Blackhawks getting Connor Bedard. I know yours. They, uh, the Packers actually starting Jordan Love, getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The Nationals getting Dylan Cruz. Yeah. For the favorite moment, you knew it was going to be this. The Spurs getting Victor Wimbignano. Yeah. It's got to be my favorite moment. Although it has not worked out very well. He's been playing great. The team's just trash. Still my favorite. Yeah. 
And we don't know what each of those things are, so it's kind of a shock. The next one is the best single-game performance. I went with Olin Collins' five goals in the game. Wow, I thought you were going to go with Ellie Cycle. I did not. I think it's more impressive getting five goals in soccer, especially in the week he plays. It's very impressive, but I'm going to go with the rookie C.J. Stroud in Week 9. This is ninth start of the season against the Buccaneers, where he put up 470 yards and five touchdowns against the Buccaneers. That's That really started C.J. Stroud train, and he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The next one, the most underrated team of the year. Those two teams, but I chose one, and I chose the one I know the best. I went with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I also went the Diamondbacks. I mean, they, they shouldn't even been in the playoffs, yeah. let alone making it to the World Series after taking down both the Dodgers and the Braves. And the Braves. The two powerhouses of the NL. No, 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 the Phillies. The Phillies. Yeah, yeah. It's the Braves also. Most overrated team. I went with the Phoenix Suns. I went college. I went with the Purdue Boilermakers basketball team. I mean, a one seed losing to a 16 seed again. Yeah. Best athlete. I don't like the guy, but it's Shohei Otani. I went with Erling Holland. I mean, he broke the record for most goals in a season in the Premier League. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to go with Erling, but I'm like, I have too much Erling Holland. You could also say Cristiano Ronaldo because yeah. he does have the most goals this year, although he plays in the Saudi League and nobody plays in him. And he's 38. Who cares? Messi's still better. Yeah. The most overrated or underwhelming athlete of the year. I went with Yoshinobu Yamamoto just because of the signing. He does not deserve that much. You tell me he deserves more than Garrett Cole, a two-time Cy Young World winner? Come on now. This is, this is ridiculous. Hasn't even stepped foot on the. MLB I don't give a field. crap. It's overrated. The contract's overrated. My most overrated. This freaking slash. dog's overrated. Screw that ugly looking dog. Who's a freaking bale? Ugly. So. Okay. <laughs> My most overrated or underwhelming athlete was Justin Thomas to be one of the best PGA players in the uh, world, or just to be one of the best golfers in the world, and to not even make the FedEx Cup playoffs. That's and sad. Not being in the top seventy-five. He's just flat out. New year, best youngest team for all the top. I'm going to go with the top three sports because hockey, I don't really yeah. follow that much. So uh, we're going to start off in the MLB. I went with the Baltimore Orioles. I also went with the Orioles. I can't believe you didn't go with the Ribs. The Association. I went with the Thunder. I mean, they're already kind of proving it now. I also went with the Thunder. There's another sneaky team, though, and I hate saying it, it because Rockets? I hate them with the Houston Rockets. The Spurs, we're, we're going to be good eventually in like three years. Maybe next year we'll get, you know, like Nikola Topic or Isaiah Collier. Then the next year you get Cooper Flag. And then by that time, Wendy's going to be like, I want out. Yeah. <laughs> the NFL. Texans. Also went with the Texans. Wow. So every single one of these. The biggest thing that happened this year, news wise, in sports. Show a sign. I went with the PGA and Live uh, merger. Came out of absolutely nowhere. And uh, I still don't know the full details of it. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. But uh, it just came out of nowhere whenever both leagues hated each other, and then they merged. The best rookie of the year. I went with Colton Kale. He led his team to the World Series. I also went with Corbin Carroll. Uh, The biggest trade that happened. The only one that I really could think of was Aaron Rodgers. I also went with Aaron Rodgers, uh, just because, you know, screw Aaron. And that allowed... Jordan Love to start. Jordan Love's better. Uh, the worst trade of the year. That's no doubt it's the Panthers' first pick. Yeah, it is. 
I, I also went with that. that. That was... It's really bad. The best team of the year. Probably going to have to go with the Nuggets. I also went with the Nuggets. I mean, they came off of one of the championships, dominating the Heat in the finals last year. They were second in the West again. They have a very good chance of getting back to the finals. Also added on after that, the most dominant athlete or team of the year. I went with Jokic. I'd go with Jokic as the most dominant player. Most dominant was Max Verstappen. I mean, winning all the, like, three races. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do in Mason. <laughs> it's not easy to win Mason. So those are our recap of the year. Tell us what your favorite everything was. DM us. Tell us on the YouTube cab. Uh, comment. Forgot what I was going to say. Comment on the YouTube. Tell us your favorite thing of the year. That's all we have. Yeah. We're going to leave it at that. Next week, we will get back into the uh, NFL playoff race. There should be quite a few clinches this weekend. We're talking about, you know, the bowl games and specifically the college football playoff. We'll preview the college football uh, championship game, which is January the 8th on Monday. Very close to the golf work. And, uh, yeah, that's about all that's going on. Well, basketball, but. Basketball is in that time where you're just waiting until the trade deadline. Isn't that your past Christmas? Like you had the hype up of the in the beginning of the season, you had the hype up of the end season tournament, you had the hype of the Christmas. Now it's just like let's just get to the trade deadline, and then you know who's going to be the contenders. So thank you guys for listening. Come back here next week, and as always, whoa, peace. Whoa, whoa. Have a happy New Year. Yeah, have a happy, safe New Year. Thank you for listening for this whole year. Yes. And hope you We're come two back. two years now. Hopefully you come back next year. Two years now. Yeah. Doesn't feel like two years. Thank you guys for listening. Come back here next week. Come back here next year. Ha <laughs> ha. You saw what I did there. Peace.